0: Hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, cafeterians. It's your favorite time of the day, the week, (laughs) when a Cafeteria Christian podcast drops into your feed. This is Emmy Kegler.
1: This is Natalia Turfa.
0: And we are here to chat with you on this uh, weekend of May 1st or
1: uh, May... What, what day is it? The 8th? Yeah, it's the the 8th. 6th, 7th, 8th. It's the 6th right now while we are recording this. I have no idea what's going on. I am divorced from time. Um, What is time, time? honestly? Time has
0: ceased to be meaningful for for me during the pandemic. And then I am like the only time that matters right now is how many weeks do we have until the baby arrives? Um, and those numbers are getting smaller.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they are. Hey-oh. Um, so yay, but
0: oh dear. Dear, 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 dear baby Jesus, please let us get ready. <laughs> Whew. Um, How are you? How are you, Emmy? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, Natalia is getting to see me in a tank top and covered in sweat um, because just before the recording arrived, it's recording started, FedEx dropped off um, our like one really exciting purchase for the nursery. We've gotten so many gifts from friends that we've had to buy so very little. And we're so like hand-me-downs, not like brand new stuff. And we're so thrilled by it. But the one thing we didn't have was a really comfy glider swivel recliner that um, we can snuggle up with baby in. And then like if baby falls asleep and we want to fall asleep, you can like recline it back a little bit and just chill out. I know, Ernie. I'm I'm recording. Um, and so I was like, I got 30 minutes. I can unpack this haul it into the house and get it into the nursery? No problem. Um, and I did. Uh, but the problem is that I'm now covered in sweat and just super delightful. So maybe it's I, good. I'm so impressed.
1: T- I'm so impressed you did it in 30 minutes. Like truly, truly impressed. That's the sort this, of thing I would think I could do in 30 minutes and three hours later I would finish it and be like, there we go.
0: I mean, so the, secret, good job. The, the secret is the chair comes apart as many recliners do. So like the top part, not a problem. The bottom part, the secret was I rolled it. I didn't try to carry it. I just like scooted it. I mean, like I, I carried it across the floor, but when I got to the stairs, I just put it on a step and then I would roll it from the bottom like Sisyphus. But unlike Sisyphus, I got it to the top and got it located <laughs> in the nursery. So we are, I haven't tested it because I didn't want my wife to come in and be like, why is this chair stinky and wet? And I'd be like, because well, I sat in it while I was covered in sweat, babe. Welcome. Hope you enjoy our very expensive chair. Welcome. Welcome. So, um yeah, but I lo- I'm so excited that it's here. Um I'm so excited that the sun is out. I'm having a good day. Natalia, how are you? Um I feel like yeah. there's some big news in your life in re child life.
1: Well, yeah. Well, first of all, say I'm sitting in the sunshine right now mm-hmm. and I'm looking at blue skies and so I am I am very good. I I noted last week that I needed actual sunshine. And Minnesota finally, finally freaking came through this week with actual sun. I spent a lot of time on my deck, writing and reading and answering emails because I don't have to do that at my desk if I don't have to. Mm. And so that is what I've been doing. It has been a delight. Um, So I'm doing great. Sunshine is so good for me. I'm doing great. Um, My beloved child, my sweet child of mine is turning 12. Um, Very soon. And so we're all we're in the midst of uh, birthday weekend slash birthday day stuff. Her actual birthday is Tuesday, but um, and we're doing an activity with some of her friends after school. We're inviting some of them over and doing a thing. So it'll be fun, but it's just a lot in a short amount of time. And, you know, it is fun and not fun (laughs) to... To smush Mother's Day in the mix of that too, because like you know, she is the reason I am a mom. Also, I don't want to share my day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't share my day with my I'm such a good person. <laughs> you are. You really are. This is my day.
0: I Last You know what? And really, her birthday is your day because it's not like she
1: did anything on her birthday. You did all the work. Like exactly. She needs, she needs to appreciate. And I was in labor on Mother's Day, so I just want to be very clear that, like, oh wow, that is a yeah, that's okay. it. yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, so yeah, that I, I have a, I mean, she's already a teenager, obviously, but she's even more she's, so. And she, she's been a teenager, <laughs> I know. So even more so, I can't believe she's twelve. It is shocking to me. It's shocking. That seems so old. It seems so grown up. She's a grown up kid. You have a, you have a, oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. I'm so so excited for you. She's a cool kid. Yeah. We're excited for you guys too, man. I'm, uh, we've been talking about Leila and I are going to fight over babysitting your child. (laughs) Fantastic. So excited. I was like, "Mm, I don't, I don't think you get dibs on that baby. I think, I think I get dibs on that baby.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the thing is we have two dogs and a cat. So, like, one of you can take the dogs for a W-A-L-K because Trudy's watching me. I think she's <laughs> learning to spell. She's She just looked at me like, I think I know that, that word. Um, <laughs> but one of you can take the dogs and the cat for a W-A-L-K and one of you can sit with the baby. And Michelle and I can nap.
1: Great. Great deal. Done.
0: We can't wait. I'm, I feel like Layla's going to enjoy taking Ernie for a walk.
1: I mean, yes, she would love that because we got um, we got her a leash for Shadow for Christmas and he just lays down on the ground when we put it on oh, him. No. So no, we just put Ernie <laughs> in
0: his backpack and he, loved, he loves it. He just like lays down and like looks at all the birds in the lake and just like <laughs> periodically just goes like, and we're like, hey, buddy. And he's like, OK, I'm cool. Like he's very happy in it. So
1: yes, that's all point. right. Well, OK, um, I know we do have a topic for today, but we also have a fun fact in Christian history asterisk. I was so upset,
0: Natalia, because you texted me and you were like, let's talk about Mother's Day. And I was like, do you know, like, I worked so hard on this.
1: You guys, this this is is the second week in a row that I've done this to Emmy also. Yeah. I just feel like. Like, I I can,
0: I can, I can punt on a topic. I'll punt on a topic. But the fact that I researched, like, I went really in depth for this. Um, I had to, like, get books out of the library to to confirm this work. And then you just, like, pulled the rug on from underneath me. And I just <laughs> want to point out that I was very gracious and was willing to reconsider.
1: I love how and- your first response was, oh. <coughs> that was it. It was just, oh. And I was like, listen, I know exactly the tone of voice you said that in. <laughs> and I... I truly, truly think like, what a good, what a good co-host that I was. So y'all with usually this podcast comes out on Monday. Emmy did the research for a Monday fun fact in Christian history. So Monday, May 9th, right Christian again. history. And so okay. I said, you know, if we do a mother's day episode, we should probably release it on Saturday or Sunday because we should have it out before mother's, mother's day. day. And she was like, true. True. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and that is <and> tr- <laughs> true. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so but so we decided the- we made the executive decision together. Yeah. We agreed that we would still do the Monday one, and whenever Monday happens, if it's one day from this podcast dropping or two days from this podcast dropping, you would all embrace the fun fact in Christian history for Monday the ninth. Whenever you listen yeah. to this. And I guess it it just it has universal universal applicability. It's
0: not it's it's specific to May 9th, but it has instructions for us for the whole month. And so really whenever May 9th happens for you, whether it happens like on the day or you're listening later, like this will still apply. So here's what's here's what's going on. I um I went down a deep rabbit hole on math this week and I discovered that there are actually um Math equations and like calculations that can give us for each date on the calendar a focus verse. So I'm going to give you guys a little math, ra- or give you all a little math right now. I am going to drop this. Um, I have a, I have a little diagram so y'all can follow it, but it's it's mostly just addition. So just be just be chill. Um, and then I'm going to put it on the Insta so you can see it. Okay, on Sunday or Saturday, whenever this drops. So okay, for May 9th. May 9th is the 129th day of the year, except obviously in leap years, Um, but it is the 129th day of the year. So one plus two plus nine is 12. So 12, you take the digits of 12, one and two, and you add those and three. So we are receiving an instruction to read from the third book. Because it is a year um, that ends in Anno Domini, because we're in the year of the Lord, we need to read a third book in the new testament. So that brings us to the gospel of Luke, right? Okay? Are you following me? Thank Which you is smart. my favorite gospel. Right, exactly. So then, to get the chapter, we add up the uh dates the numbers of the year, so 2022 2022 two, two. that adds up to six so we're looking for the sixth chapter in the gospel of luke now to find the focus first for may 9th what you do is you take the greek numbers that correspond to the days so five in greek obviously is epsilon the fifth, um, <laughs> obviously the fifth letter of the greek alphabet i just want to point out that this is actually true like i'm 100 mm-hmm. percent with you right now five in greek is epsilon and then nine in greek is theta which is the eighth letter of the alphabet because they don't like it goes one basically like a is one b is two um alpha is one beta is two gamma is three and then they skip 10 because then you're talking about place digits so theta which is the eighth letter of the greek alphabet is equal to nine so five and nine epsilon and theta so what we're trying to do is you find luke six right Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, and the first word that we encounter that includes the letters epsilon theta together is where we're looking for our focus first. That takes us to Luke, chapter 6, verse 18, which ends with "Etherapuonto," which is uh, the story of Jesus healing and teaching and casting out demons. And it ends with this "Etherapuonto." they were healed. So what I want you to hear in that is in that (laughs) word... If they, don't laugh at me. This is very serious. I love you. I love you. What I want you to hear in that word, Etherapuonto, is that is where we get the word therapy. The word in Greek that means healed is therapy. Ooh. So obviously that brings us in two different, two directions. Um, first, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so it is important to pay attention to mental health. And second, now I want you all to understand, when I say this, this is divinely ordained, okay? This is an ancient formula based on numbers, math, perfect logic, and the Bible, also perfect. So this is what I need you to hear, is that for May 9th, you must buy my most recent book, All Who Are Weary, uh, something about mental illness.
1: Perfect. Also
0: go to therapy. This has been fun facts in Christian history asterisk. Not all these facts are fun or true. Y'all I made this up. Um, I did not make up that the Greek for five is epsilon or that the nine is theta, but everything else, like the fact that they're, and all the math was correct, but all the formulas, those are entirely made up. Um, So it's just a good reminder for you that if you listen to someone who is speaking with confidence and doing math and the Bible, that does not necessarily mean that they are correct. This has been your fun fact in Christian history, asterisk. Not all these facts are fun or true.
1: I'm oh Emmy Kegler. Gosh. So, Emmy just schooled us twice there. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but still buy her book. But also, go buy my book. But more importantly,
0: go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> or like engage in practices that develop and expand your mental health. Therapy might not be it. Figure your thing out. Natalia, what are we talking about today?
1: But also still go to therapy.
0: But, I mean, I want to recognize that, like, therapy isn't always accessible or helpful for everyone. And so, like, find your own thing. But what are we talking about today? We're talking about Mother's Day. Oh, right. The thing that you introduced us with and the thing that you made me switch topics for. That's right. It's okay. fine.
1: It's fine. I had It was a good little transition to be like, I was actually in labor on Mother's Day. That's fun for me. Um, I actually remember going in and they were giving um, – Rose, little rose potted rose plants to anybody who was coming in to have a baby on that day. And I got in there at like 7 30 p.m. and I was like, I want one of those plants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just like, Where's my rose plant? <laughs> also, that's I the was... worst gift. Roses in Minnesota are like, super hard to grow
1: anyway they were giving this little uh, did i kill it for sure i did absolutely Uh, no i'm I'm telling you
0: it is an extraordinarily hard to grow thing because of all the like the late frosts then like it's it's really hard to grow roses in minnesota i'm disappointed in them for not really thinking this through but that's fine it's fine it's It's fine everyone else is wrong except me it's fine
1: Layla wasn't born until the next day at 4 a.m. So like, obviously I thought I lost out on the plant, but they gave me the last one, which was really nice. (laughs) So I know I was like, Oh man, like midnight. So sad to not, to not get this mother's day plant. How rude. Anyway. Um, they were like, you're still a mom. I was like, I want the plant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, so. though, that is so,
0: okay, so I don't think my church ever did this, but I have heard of churches doing this, and it's entirely possible that it happened when I was a child, but like, the you're still a mom, but I want the plant dialogue, I feel like happens <laughs> in so many churches where they give flowers oh. to moms on Mother's Day, which I've heard yes. of this, I've never seen it, I believe that it's still happening, Um, where like, if you are but please known... stop, but please stop, can well, we just me, say, me, yeah. please stop it? Well, that's the Definitely. thing is, like, if you're known to the congregation as a mother, you get a carnation, usually. Isn't that lovely? And carnations are great because they last long because you're handing them out at the beginning of worship and, like, it's going to be dead by the end unless it's a carnation because those things go forever. And they're cheap. But, like, if
1: you that thing are – Nothing says I love you like a cheap flower that won't die. <laughs> right, exactly. That you're, like, <laughs> cool. Like,
0: can I, can I get one of the, like, plastic ones from the gas station? Like, at least then it will never die. Um, mm-hmm. And it's pretty. But the thing is, like, there are, like, women who um, lose children, women who are, like, infertile or who have had issues with fertility, women who um, are estranged from their children, women who are stepmoms or, like, women who don't see their, like, have shared custody of their kids, like, people (laughs) in general, like, trans men who also have kids and were at one point probably identified as a mom and are not such anymore. There's so many categories of people where there's this, like, if they raise the problem, people tell them, well, you're still a mom. Oh, you gave your kid up for adoption. Like, well, you're, you're still a mom, you're but you don't get, and, and people are like, but I want, like, it, it like, A, is that true? And B, I want the, pl- like, maybe I want the plant and maybe I don't. Cause when I started at my church it's six years ago, I was I started like two weeks before Mother's Day, and I was like, we're doing nothing. I barely just got here. I don't know what's going on. And the second year, I was working on like, okay, what do we do for Mother's Day? And one of my parishioners came to me and said like, I'm not coming on Mother's Day, just so you know. And I was like, okay, like, are you going to go see your mom? Because I knew she had a good relationship with her mom. And she's like, no, my husband and I have been struggling for years to get pregnant, um, and I can't do Mother's Day. And I was like, oh, Oh, and like, I had not noticed until then, just like, okay, Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Target, you know, puts out their Mother's Day cards. Thank you, Target, for keeping us all on track with the calendar. But like every single ad on Spotify, I couldn't even listen to a playlist without hearing this like, Mother's Day is coming up. Make sure to order your fill in the blank. Make sure to get mom a Peloton. Make sure to get mom, you know, a bouquet of flowers. Make sure to get, you know, whatever it is. I was like, oh my God, like you can't escape it. It's not even at church. You can't escape it anywhere. And so for this person to say to me, like, I can't go to church on Mother's Day because it's so painful. And I recognized, like, this pain is happening for so many people Mm -hmm. in an unspoken way. And they just have Mm -hmm. to, like, work around it. And you can't even listen to a free soundtrack on Spotify and escape it because Spotify is going to break in with, like, aura frames are the perfect gift for mom this mother's day do you have a mother listen, in your life that listen, mom this is not SpawnCon. don't give them
1: don't give them <laughs> we don't give them ad space unless they give us money no deal no deal yeah, fair enough um we do have a uh, so here's the thing we oh, were still yeah. nec- we were not necessarily going to talk about mother's day this year because we do have this great episode we did a couple years ago we had um, people from all different walks of motherhood um, call in and leave us voicemails and we put them together. So if you want to go back, we, we replayed it last year or you can go back two years ago and uh, listen to that if you want to. And just be reminded of the stories of all the different kinds of mothers there are. Uh, in the world. You can go to listen to that. But we did get a voicemail from one of our listeners, uh, which we love. So always remember, you can call and leave us a voicemail anytime you want. It's pinned at the top of our Facebook page. You can find it there if you want to. Um, and uh, we we got this voicemail from a listener wanting us to talk about it. So we were like, okay, we apparently there's still more to say, and we do have rants to say about it as well. Also, this is an audio medium, but The way the sun is shining off my microphone right now, looks like it's holy. (laughs) It very much does. Because there's rays of light shining off of my microphone right now. Anyway, so we are going to play this voicemail for you right here.
2: Hi guys. So I know it is way too late for you guys to do this podcast on this this year, but maybe it's something to keep in mind for next year. I would just really love to hear your opinions on Mother's Day, as mothers, as a mother-to-be, or I guess next year you'll be mothers, and a father, I would just, I think it would be an interesting discussion. I have really strong opinions on this holiday, and, like, none of them are good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and I, I don't want to make this voice nearly like, 20 minutes long, but it's just, you know, setting aside the low-hanging fruit of the consumerism. It's just like every year I feel like this this holiday feels more and more condescending. And I just more and more hate that it reinforces super toxic expectations and assumptions about motherhood. And it's just like I get on a soapbox inside my head every single year. And so I'm hoping maybe if you guys record a podcast sometime, and I will listen to it in my car, and I will rant out loud along with the podcast, and it will just feel incredibly cathartic. So, something to keep in mind for the future, maybe? Thank you guys for everything you do. I really appreciate it. It has been a lifesaver. Thanks. Bye.
1: So, yes, we will rant for you about Mother's Day, and you can nod along with us. (laughs) Yep. Emmy Emmy started us off quite nicely with reminding us that it is everywhere. It is everywhere. Everywhere. And I think um, Liz Lenz actually just dropped a
0: really good – Uh, post on her Substack, which if y'all are not caught up, Substack is like the new blog, but it's an email (laughs) newsletter, but you can subscribe to them and like get them all in one place if you log into a Substack account, but then you can also get them by email. Liz is a reporter who lives in Iowa. She's written... Like incredible books, including a book called "Belabored" on American motherhood and like giving birth, which I'm reading right now, uh, which I got as a gift at a baby shower that Liz was throwing. So you know, <laughs> um, I'm going to spawn con Liz here because I bet if I mean I don't if she makes it. She don't. She's a writer. She makes no money. Um, yes, but right, so she just wrote. Um, she writes every week. Uh, she has a Substack, and the newsletter is called "Dingus of the Week." And this week, her dingus of the week is motherhood. And she's just like, this is like, motherhood is, the way it's celebrated in America is really more of like indentured servitude.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, 1,000%. Like, you're expected
0: to do so many things. And the credit that you get is a card and a flower. And like, one day, when people are like, what does mom really want? And like, oh, I got you a, you know, a a face mask and took you out for dinner and it's like what mom really wants is to be fairly compensated and like have time off to k- take care of her children when they're born but
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I think this day is so it's our listener used the word toxic I think that's yeah uh correct I think the relationship that Mother's Day has with capitalism and the church is very toxic and I think we should take note of both of those right in the same way that Valentine's Day is just a capitalist holiday so people can make money on somebody's love. Um, this is the same thing. It's just a holiday to make money off of somebody's parenthood or lack thereof. I mean, I just think like it's so, it's just so brutal. And to—and I am very proud of the fact that, that people, social media is a big part of this, I think, that our country, people have gotten more aware of how hard this day can be for people. I think that is more out there than it used to be and still, right? In the midst of listening to a Spotify playlist or any podcast right now that has ads, it's like, don't forget to get this for your mom for Mother's Day or all the ads right now. And it's like, well, what if I don't want to get something for my mom for Mother's Day? What if we're estranged? What if she's not alive anymore? How many times can you make me remember that she's not here by telling me to buy her stuff. You know, it's just so, just so awful. And I think, yeah, it's just, it's just and so it, toxic is the right thing when it, when it's, I don't know. Go, and I go. feel like
0: Mother's Day and Father's Day um, both continually reinforce some really toxic ideas about gender roles in the family, which so for me um, Pride or sorry Target just released their Pride line for this year and it's amazing. Like they're I mean it's Target. They're but they're doing so much better than they've done before. They used to make stuff that was like r- like kind of tacky and this year they like actually partnered with a lot of like amazing queer artists and some of the stuff is like in jokes and there's like pictures of Marsha um Marsha P. Johnson and um, like Sylvia, like, uh, you know, leading marches at Stonewall. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I look at that and I just go, wow, things have changed so much from when I was a kid. There was nothing pride related when I was a kid. But I feel like even though we're having this conversation very nationally about the toxicity of what we expect of mothers in particular – I don't hear that or see that changing in any of the ads. Like it's I still, know. it's still like get your mom flowers, get your mama spa day, get your mom, you know, um, a framed picture of yourself. Which I think a where, lot are the, mothers, Home
1: Depot, where are the Home Depot, where the Home Depot tool sales on Mother's Day, right? right? Like where are those? They're not there. Or like, like, heck, why, why? Okay, here's the thing.
0: Why are they not promoting like things that make mom's life easier? Like a freaking robot vacuum. I love my robot vacuum. I don't love this thing even more when there's a baby and it's like, oh my gosh, the baby's going to crawl around on the floor and there's going to be dust. I'm going to have to vacuum. No, I don't. Because every single night I can just say, hey, A-L-E-X-A, run Carl. And he wakes up and he vacuums our floor and then he dumps the dirt and I have to clean it like once every three months. It's amazing. Why is no one marketing this? <laughs> Why is no one marketing, like, buy your mom something that makes her life easier? Um, so I'm just, I'm so interested by, like, the shift, like, the contrast in the shift that I've seen in the way that America, that corporations have figured out they can monetize and, like, work with the queer community. And the fact that Mother's Day and Father's Day still are, like, get her flowers and a spa day and get dad golf clubs or, like, Home Depot. And it has just not changed. I'm so... Yeah i'm so
1: fascinated by that and i get her a spa gift card except she'll never have time to use it and it'll expire because it yeah it's like this is how this is how we operate and make her eat some with love prepared meal that kind of sucks because you did it together it's like all of these things where you're like no let's let's not Make, I mean, I just, it's so, not, listen, our listener asked for a rant and boy, do I have one, but I, it's just, it's just the expectations of mom's mother's day ads, another set of expectations like here's how we're going to spend the day and you're like what if for mother's day i wanted everybody to leave me alone and no one touch me and no one say the word mom once like what if that's what i wanted for mother's day instead the expectation is we hang out with our family more and they show us how much they love us and i'm like but what if that's not how i'd like to spend this day like i want to spend a mother's day without somebody touching me like that would be great, you know, or going to the bathroom by myself. That would be ideal. Like, could I have any of these things, right? Right.
0: But the expectation in American society is that the mom is just like self-giving, always loving, like constantly on call. And, And I just, I feel like As much as I think, you know, second and third wave feminism tried to eradicate that, we just saw it come back so harshly during the pandemic. If you look at who was leaving the workforce to take care of kids at home when they couldn't go back to school, it's all women. Mm -hmm. Um, Predominantly women in communities of color. Um, And just this, like... uh, we expect women to care for children. We like, that's what we do on mother's day is tell them like, Oh my gosh, you made such a difference in my life because of everything that you did. Dad. It's like, here's a chainsaw. Thanks for cutting down trees. Like cool. But like mom does everything everything mom is always there that's what all the cards say it's just like oh my god mom you were there for me every day you always supported me always believed in me and sometimes I want to be like where is the card that's like hey mom you know what I was about to make a bad decision and you grabbed me by the collar and said don't you effing dare like thank you for that thank you for not believing in me um (laughs) I would I want to point out my mother never did that um and didn't particularly have to do that because as as we've discussed I was a relatively good kid um, there were a couple times where my mother was like, "Hey, maybe, maybe not," but she's always believed in me, so I could definitely buy those cards. But this sense of like, mom fills every role. Mm-hmm. Um, like mom is the original n- CEO of a nonprofit organization. Like, if it needs to be done, you give it to mom, and
1: it, I. Uh, it, yes and then and then in the church it's like the only day we let moms or any women sort of have us a, a role right it's like mm-hmm. so often that's the day the lady pastor gets to preach and like I mean not my not at my church it's great uh my colleagues preaching this Sunday wonderful like it's it's not required that this is the one day we do this thing or whatever but I I just think it it's so toxic it's so uh, complementarianism on mm-hmm. full display when it's like, this is the day where we celebrate the moms. And you're like, what do we, what do we do with the fact that, that there is more than one kind of mom and there is more than one kind of, uh, person who mothers, like I think of this lovely f- person in my congregation who is a pseudo parent parent, to her cousin's children, you know what I mean? Like, right. she is responsible in so many ways for these kids and they have two great parents, their parents are fine. It's not like their parents aren't great, but she is just such a good godparent, right? She's a godparent too, but like, oh. just a delight where you're, this is what it, that parenting involves so much more than biological ties and parenting is also, <laughs> uh is also, it's just fraught. Motherhood is fraught, right? I just think of mm-hmm. people who've lost children or who've been trying to get pregnant where they're like, I cannot, That I mean, the number of people who have heard that say, like, I cannot go to church. I love that you posted your your advertisement about Emmaus table to be like, we're not going to talk about this. This is a safe place for you here. I think that's so great to be like, I promise. I promise this is a place where you can come and sit around the table of God and that it doesn't make you, have more pain relive your pain relive your trauma relive right. your whatever like what a gift you can give people and i just feel like the church um i think the church just walks all over people in yeah. order to celebrate the the paragon of womanhood that a mother is in the eyes of church oh, right <laughs> um okay so just- watch out world that was that was a
0: drop. Um just a quick aside for anybody who hasn't tracked that. Um, I am running an online communion meditation, um like every other ish or kind of every random Sunday evening that I am not scheduled, which is rare, but it happens. Um, so I run a thing called Emmaus table and it's an online meditation on communion. So we hear some prayers and scripture and music together, and then we share communion with each other virtually. If you'd like to join us, um, you can find out more information at the dot Is that right? Yeah. Um,
1: you want so to spell Emmaus? I
0: will. T H E E M M A U S. T-A-B-L-E. Um, it's also, I think, probably it's in my link tree. Um, it's also, is it on my website? I'll put it on my website. Um, we'll drop it in our Insta as well. But so, yeah, as Natalia said, we have an Emmaus t- table meditation this Sunday evening, May Mother's Day. Um, and we have people come from all over the world. We have somebody who stays up till, like, 11 p.m. in the U.K. to come, which is just lovely. Um, and so... Uh, if you'd like to join us, you, you know, you can do that. It's at 5 PM central time, but specifically there will be no mention of mother's day because I know like if we tried to just mention it, that's painful. If we try to do, I have a comprehensive, like long prayer that I just posted on my own Substack, like that's that we're going to read in church on Sunday. And it's about all the different kinds of motherhood. And I know that that's really good because then people feel named and seen And I know that that's also really hard for people because maybe they just don't want to be reminded. Maybe they want a safe space where they're not doing it for a half hour. Um, Yeah. And it's hard to do either. It would be a lot easier to just be like, yay, moms, if you have given birth to a child or adopt. I feel like adoption is recognized, too. If you have given birth to or adopted a child. But uh, if you are the non-gestational mom, we don't know what to do with you.
1: Right. Or maybe
0: like, am I going to be celebrated on father's day? We don't like, it's a very weird, (laughs) not for us. Like for, for Michelle and I, we're like, we're both moms, your mom. And I'm like, I'm mama and she's going to be mom until the kids decide otherwise. And that's fine for us. But there are people including in my church who are like, not really sure what to, how to understand the situation. Like Michelle is pregnant. Therefore, Michelle's the mom. What am (laughs) I? (laughs) <laughs> and they're joke. having some trouble with that, oh. and I'm just like, it's I'm, 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 I'm okay, fair
1: enough. So, um. <laughs> yeah, I just think, um, I think this to me feels very much like a lot of our other conversations, where as soon as you try to narrow in on a definition of something you make it too small for the reality of the world, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same with God. It's the same with faith. It's the same with whatever. And I feel like it's the same with motherhood. Like the second you try to narrow it into a specific set of some things, you you miss how big and wonderful it is and how painful and awful it is and like all of the things, right? And then so, and there's people, I just think, I remember the one, there was one Sunday, um, pretty early on when we, so I wrote, also wrote a thing, a Mother's Day prayer. It's not expansive like yours. It's pretty short. It fits in our prayer, like time of prayers of the people on a Sunday morning. And one of the lines in there, I have people who've chosen not to be moms because like there are people who have chosen not to be mothers and there is nothing wrong with that to, 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 make that decision. And I had somebody come up to me and say, that's the first time I've ever heard someone say that to me in church, like oh. to, to never have felt like to not feel like mother's day was maybe necessarily painful for them. Like it would be if they were trying and couldn't or had lost a child or had estranged relationships with their mother. But in a, in a way that was like just to be seen on a day that ignores them like to say, you're, you're, it's valid to not want children. It's okay. You don't, you don't, it's fine. This day is fraught. And here's some of the reasons why. And I think, I think, um, just like last week where we were saying, can we all just be a little kinder? I think this is one of those days where we can, you, good gosh, if you have kids, if you're a mom, if you have a great relationship with your mom for the love of Pete, celebrate that like, yes, Celebrate it. It's fine, but be do so with an awareness of of what you might post or share or put out there in a way that could be painful, right? Like you do not need to advertise your motherhood or your relationship with your mom. In the, it doesn't have to be. It does. You're not celebrated less if you don't put it on the internet. It's you're not less of a mom if you don't talk about it online. You're not less. Uh, and, um, you're not less of a kid either. If you don't talk about your mom online, like it's okay. You don't have to, um, instead you can tell the person in your life, whether it's your mom or your, you are the mom, just say that you love them and you're grateful for them. And that can be it. It just, it doesn't have to be in, it doesn't have to be in public in a way that can hurt people. And I think we just, I just wish we were more, just wish we had a, a better awareness of how our words and actions and celebrations can be something other than that for someone else.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's especially heavy in a week when um, oh. we're having a lot. Oh. Of- <laughs> Natalia just ducked and covered. Um, <laughs>
1: just, oh, just, oh, cause we should talk about this, but I just can't do it without being insanely rage filled. I don't know okay. how to do it yet. It's okay. I will I will I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna encapsulate this, okay? You just you just hold your yep, 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 yep. You just hold your breath. You just keep breathing. You just you just make your space. So especially we need to talk about the 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 toxicity of and the expectations that we put on mothers and motherhood um, in a week when we're finding out that the majority opinion of SCOTUS is to overturn Roe v. Wade um, and also uh, Planned Parenthood v. Casey. So it's important to note that those two things are connected. Um, And so this, this continued expectation on political slash religious levels, because in America we have intermingled those so much that no one would ever choose not to be a mom unless they were like, and no one should have the choice to not be a mom. And that is like the highest embodiment of womanhood. And that mom is the highest embodiment of like goodness and humanity and love in, in the face of how many ways we know that that's not true is something I think. Yeah. Like we, like, oh, wow. It's a heavy week. So it's a heavy week. Oh, What I've what I've been telling people when I've been talking about Emmaus table and how like we're going to specifically not do anything related to Mother's Day within it is just like, as the day's coming up, you need like attend to your own heart and figure out what is the right thing for you that day. Um, if you, you know what, here, here you go. Cafeterians, if you are hearing this on Saturday or on Sunday morning, and you are supposed to do a family thing today that you that is not going to be good for your heart um <laughs> i need you to actually do a thing for me i don't know what that thing is you can figure out what that thing is but i need you to do a thing for me um i absolutely need you specifically Um, No one else can do the thing. And it is, unfortunately, exactly at the time when you're supposed to be doing the family thing that you don't want to do. I'm really sorry. (laughs) But I, as your spiritual guide and pastor, um, who has been divinely ordained by math to um, sell you a book, (laughs) I need you at that specific time. So, like, whatever you need to do to feel like if you need a permission slip to just blatantly lie and be like, I'm so sorry, I can't do the thing because of X, Y, or Z. Like, do it. You know, like find a way to, you know, it, and especially like that gets so hard when there's expectations within like toxic family systems about like, well, this is what we do on Mother's Day. But like, Oof. yeah, find like find yourself some space from that. And if you need to make yourself sp- some space from that, and if you like can't right now because you just listened to this episode on Sunday evening and you're like, well, I'm already rage filled and now I'm angrier, like that's fine. Plan it for next year. Like, we can do that. Like, put a little note in your calendar right now, two weeks from Mother's Day next year. So, like, late April. Put a little note that's like set expectations that you are not doing things that drain you for Mother's Day.
1: Yes. And use your pastors, your professional Christian weirdo pastors as your excuse. I'll be your excuse. You use me anytime. Yep. My, pas- we, my, pastor, my pastor needs me to be at a thing. Yep. Hard to I hard argue need, with that. I specifically need
0: you to be online at a thing that you have to be at your home computer for and with no background sound for a thing. So whatever that, whatever, whatever time that is, that's just, that. that's
1: the time it's at. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think this week, this week has made, it is, it is a sensitive week for mothers on many levels. And so just, I just want us to be mothers, people, women, women. It is, it is just a week to be gentle, just Mm -hmm. to be a little more gentle with, people in our life who identify as women like let's just let's just be a little more gentle and and recognize that even if they might not be saying it posting it talking about it it has been a hard week it has been a hard week (laughs) to to uh to 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 start mother's day (laughs) or to end the week with mothers i don't even know which one it is so time is meaningless uh, it's fine speaking of mothers there's a a mom pushing a stroller with her dog in it walking by right now her dog dog baby is that me is it me (laughs) i I don't think i don't think so it's me uh, in another timeline but i do love that this dog is like super into this stroller ride. oh (laughs) like
0: very much like oh trudy trudy loves her stroller rides um so yeah i am it's we are so excited for the day when like Hildy's on a leash, Trudy's in the stroller, Ernie's in a backpack and one of us is wearing a baby as well. Like that is, <laughs> that is the fullness of motherhood for us. <laughs> it's just like we have run out of arms and legs. We have to have them strapped or pushed. Um,
1: we're very excited. So it's amazing. Um. Yeah. So, uh, a couple of reminders: Um, you do not have to go to church on Sunday if it's a painful day for you. If that's a day your family usually goes to church, here's another permission slip. Your pastors said you didn't have to. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You do not have to do that. Um, I mean, if you need a specific
0: assignment, um, I can. Like, your pastors have actually said um, instead of going to church on Mother's Day, because there's a lot of expectation on families to make something happen on Mother's Day. So there's a lot of panic shoppers at your local grocery store on Sunday morning of Mother's Day. I need you to go be a a holy presence in that parking lot. I need you to sit in your car and pray for every person who goes in and out of the door. (laughs) Um, if you see someone who's got like kiddos and like is trying to get them strapped into the car, maybe like go on over and say like, Hey, can I take your cart back for you? And then you put the cart away so they don't have to worry about that. I need you specifically. I need you specifically to do that specifically during the hours you'd normally be at church. Thank you for, um, following God's call.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, if it's a day that's painful for you and then I think... Remember that, at least for me, I have always found it helpful um, as I separate out. You know, Mother's Day, like I said, it's it's fraught, right? There's so much grief and loss and pain tied up into this day. But I also think um, it, it does not need to be. It, it is not a, a holiday ordained by God. It is Correct. just to keep that in mind. I have found that very helpful for me. My congregation does not do any recognition of mothers on Mother's Day, except for this prayer where we recognize how many different kinds of mothers there are and how painful the day is, right? That there are um, people who've lost a parent or a child. Those are, you know, two very painful things on this day. And uh, but I also just want to say like God is a mother too. <laughs> and so however you feel about this day, uh I think God is with you in it and if you are not a mother, I think there's no less love for you from from God or from the community, this community if you have chosen that for yourself or, or something has chosen that for you, which is just brutally awful, and I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I I just want us to be, again, I, I'm a broken record here, but I just want us to be nicer. Can we just be nice on this day? No. <laughs> no. Um, I, if you are a person who has been fighting with how your congregation sees God as a dude and mothers are only on this one day, might I recommend this really lovely book just go get it and then have it around. It's called Mother God by Teresa Kim Pachinovsky. I don't know how you say her last name, but Mother God. It's so beautiful. The whole thing uses all the images right from the Bible about God being a mother. Wild. Um, wild. Who knew? She it turns out she didn't like make any of those up. They're just right, right in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, a, good, a good reminder that that all of the iterations of what it means to be human are included in what it means to be God. And so I yeah, just think like, you
0: don't, you don't have to wait for mother's day to do that. No. You can read that book any Sunday. Mother, God is a mother better. all the time and all, all the, time, the time. God is a mother. Nope. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, well anyway, uh, we've, we found out the title for our episode. <laughs> God is a mother. God is a mother. <laughs> <laughs> wait,
2: <laughs> um, um,
0: that's our show thank you Cafeterians we're so glad you're with us please feel free to join us um, in our Facebook group where we have such fruitful and wonderful chats I actually just discovered someone asked me for a book list like a week ago and I missed it so I'm working on that Laura I'm so sorry um, and uh, we Cafeteria Christian as a podcast is not on Twitter because Twitter is a trash pile and getting worse but I am on Twitter really? Natalia is sometimes there so, are our co hosts, Nora and Jesse? You can also find all four of us, plus Cafeteria Christian, as an entity on Instagram. We have a Patreon you can sign up for and support us financially as we do this work. Um, the more financial support that we have, that means we also might be able to expand our offerings for Cafeteria Christian and what our community and its um, care might look like in the future. You can yes. always drop us a voicemail at 612. Five six eight six zero six six. It goes straight to voicemail. You will not speak to a human. Uh, you it's can very also very important. E-
1: very important detail. Very important.
0: You can also email us at cafeteriachristian at gmail.com. You can send a voice memo to that email, or you can just type an email. Um I think that's it. Yeah, that sounds Okay, great. great. So um with Mother's Day, with life, Oof. with faith, with Um, your interaction with your identity and with your history with your family of origin your family of choice Um, however you may choose to celebrate or not celebrate Mother's Day but celebrate the things that need mothering inside you and in the world we invite you to do what we do which is take what you like and leave the rest Bye.
1: bye